Welcome to the High Tech Freedom Podcast. This is a podcast where we bring successful tech sales professionals, thought leaders, and entrepreneurs to share best practices, insights, and lessons learned with other tech sales professionals. As a sales professional, the more we learn, the more we earn. Once we earn it, how can we put those hard-earned commission dollars back to work to build additional income streams that will create the freedom we are all working to achieve? I'm your host, Chris Freeman. I'm a high-tech sales leader, real estate investor, and lifetime learner. Welcome back to the High Tech Freedom Sales Podcast. I'm so happy that you're able to join me today. So today's topic is about negotiations. Negotiations in the realm of sales, it's a delicate dance. It requires a little bit of finesse, a little bit of strategy and pre-planning. And I think it also helps to have a good, deep understanding of human psychology. So one of my favorite books on the topic is by Chris Voss called Never Split the Difference. Now, definitely, if you've not read it, please go back and uh, or go check it. Check it out. Buy it. Download it. However you consume your content. So I recently went back and reviewed a few chapters. And I was inspired by a few of the topics that I maybe hadn't thought more actively about. And so I wanted to share those with you. But before we jump into a few highlights, I want you to ask yourself, how good are you at negotiations? You know, ask yourself, why does the skill of negotiations matter? Now, I personally believe that most sales reps, they think they're better than they really are. And unfortunately, so much of what we call negotiations is really just a price reduction request from the customer at the end of the quarter, or more commonly, it's the sales rep offering a discount or incentive at the end of the quarter. That's not really negotiation. Um, that is just uh, the sales rep or the vendor really maybe getting desperate towards the end of their quarter and they want to get a deal done. It you know Negotiations is such an underappreciated skill in sales, but when done right, oh, it's so incredibly impactful to your deal size, your deal timing, and margins back to the company. But I don't know, let's be honest. I mean, what do you really care about margins? It's really about more revenue. Um, when done right, you are really negotiating early and often through the entire sales process. And oftentimes, it's done in a way that doesn't feel like negotiations. Now, this is not going to be a long training course on negotiations, but I just wanted to share a few of my favorite highlights from the book. So the first was the, the power of tactical empathy. And I, I just grabbed this because I want to make a point. You know, this involves stepping into your customer's shoes, understanding their emotions, and validating their perspective. In sales, this approach really can help you uncover the underlying needs and motivations of your client. For instance, if your client is hesitant to do a project because of budget constraints, demonstrating empathy and understanding their financial concerns can lay the foundation for a more productive negotiation or discussion. You know, when you think about that, what is that? That's just quality selling. That's not really negotiations. That's just quality selling. So it's no different. Another topic that I really like, it's, it's they, he calls it labeling to diffuse tension. And this really involves verbalizing the emotions your counterpart might be feeling. Sometimes what they say, but what they're really thinking or what they're feeling might be two different things. For example, if your client raises a concern about product features, you might say, you know, it sounds like you're worried about compatibility with your existing system. Right? Maybe they said it in a certain way, but you know, didn't articulate it as well. 
you know, you coming back around and kind of giving it a label, bringing that concern to the forefront actually reduces quite a bit of friction and really demonstrates to your customer that you're actively listening and acknowledging their concerns. And in return, it ends up making them much more receptive to having further discussions. You're not pushing back on them. Uh, and it's just such a great, you call it a tactic. It's just such a great tactic to really lower that tension and keep the conversation going. I think, you know, kind of my favorite part, and this is where I wanted to spend just a little bit more time, is saying no without saying no. And definitely this is such an art in sales. You know, how do you say no to a customer while keeping them engaged? As an account manager, you may feel that you are an advocate for your customer to your vendor or to your company. And by the way, you are. But at the same time, you also have the closest relationship to the customer and as a result, own the responsibility of sometimes saying no. Now, the challenge is how do you say it without shutting down the sales process? In many cases, the ideal response is a response that keeps them talking. Customers have an amazing way of solving their own problems when given the opportunity to further express and ultimately explore their issue or the request. For example, you know, it, it may be common in the tech world for a customer to say that they want some additional features without paying for that license uplift to get those features. And you know, they may say, hey, I want these additional features without any increase to my cost. And your response might be, oh, you know, I understand it's clear that you value these additional features. Can you help me understand which of these features are most essential to your needs? And what we're trying to do here is you know, just help the customer prioritize their request. You're making them evaluate their own needs and you're encouraging them to reevaluate their initial demand and, and maybe consider a, a, a compromise or alternative solutions. You didn't say no, but you know, let's get down. It may not be that maybe that license pack has like 17 features and ultimately they only need one or two. Uh, maybe that one or two is, is incredibly important to them, right? By continuing that discussion, it gives you a little bit more room and a little bit more time to come to a compromise or a solution that works for both parties. Another example that I've seen when working on the delivery side of the business, so you know, I usually call it professional services, is you know, customer says, hey, I need this project to be completed in half the time that you're proposing. Uh, okay, well, you know, great. You know, a possible response back to that might be, well, what benefits do you see in having the project done in half the time, right? Just kind of help me understand uh, the impact and, and what we need to address. And by asking you know, an open-ended question, you're prompting the customer to think critically about the request and, and the implications of getting it done in half the time. This helps them explore you know, potential solutions on their own and, and might lead to a realization that their initial demand might not be the best option. You know, Maybe it is, but again, we're not saying no, but we're trying to unpack the question or unpack the statement, have an open conversation, encourage them to elaborate, and gives you more time to, again, find a solution that works. This is just an example of great open-ended questions to continue the discussion, you know, versus getting pulled down into a response that you may feel compelled to give that might not actually progress the deal forward. You know, sometimes in the tech world, uh, a customer will want more than your product can do. I mean, it's a constant, right, between vendors, a leapfrog of one vendor can do this, one vendor can do that. Um, and so a customer may say, hey, 
you know, I want this service customized according to my specifications. I need your product to go do this. I want you to go add that. And that might be a difficult thing for you to do as a vendor, but every customer is going to have their feature requests. So maybe you say something like, I understand that having this service tailored to your needs is important. Maybe maybe ask a follow-up question to clarify more about how that will help them and dig into a, a little bit. The goal is simply to acknowledge that you heard and understand them. And by acknowledging their perspective, you know, you're again, you're showing empathy, you're establishing that rapport. Uh, the approach doesn't immediately reject their request, but allows them to feel heard and encourages them to think about how their needs might be met with certain limitations. Look, these are just a few highlights, but you can see how negotiations are happening in every step of the sales process. You know, when you see top performers in your company or at other companies, this is a skill they leverage every single day. So going back to my opening comment, negotiations often gets viewed as an ending point of a deal. In reality, negotiations are are happening, little, very many negotiations are happening every step through your sales cycle. And when done right uh, and done incrementally, uh, you'll face much less friction at the end of the process. So those are just a few thoughts. Again, go check out the book. I just, you know, it's one of those books where, you know, if you read it and then move on to the next book, it it does you no good. But if you read it, grab some of the points from it, think about how you will execute or adjust some of your sales activity. That's when you start to see those incremental improvements in your business. Now, listen up. If you're a salesperson out there, sales manager out there, do you have experience with negotiating? Do you have some stories, good or bad? that you would like to share? If so, please reach out, send me a DM, uh, and join me as a guest on the podcast. I'd love to hear what you have to say. Until next week, make this your best week ever. Thanks again for joining us today. To get more sales and real estate tips, you can subscribe to our newsletter at hightechfreedom.com. You can also join our private Facebook and LinkedIn group that is exclusively for sales professionals. If you found a nugget of good information in the podcast, please subscribe, give us a positive rating, and write a review. If there is a topic that you would like us to cover in the future, please send us a note through our website at hightechfreedom.com. Until next week, make this your best week ever.